Greetings, glorious humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host, JM. And hi, I am your co-host, Robbie. How you doing, Robbie? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Well, I'm really glad you're back. Last week was a, was a little silly. Uh, what did you What did you think of What did you think of last week's episode? You know, mixed feelings. My, uh, okay. Uh, I mean, you can you can I mean, you can tell me how you really feel. Uh, it 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 sucked. Wow. Okay. Uh, any more specific feedback? That's it. Okay. All right. Well, fair. See you next week. Wait. Okay. Wait. You're just not. You're not even going to stay. Good this... luck. Wow. All right. Well. Um. Welcome to this week's episode of the forecast, everybody. Uh, I guess it's just me again. Uh, we were going to do. I thought we were going to do something <laughs> a little different from last week. Uh, it's going to have Robbie back, but apparently, last week's episode really put him off of 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 podcasting um i really don't know what to do you know i've got the other half of the list i guess i guess i can do that all right then um so i left off with the messenger uh, what follows next on our list of Devolver games is Reign's Game of Thrones. So this was uh, our first Game of Thrones licensed game. Uh, it follows the Reign's model and follows HBO's hit series Game of Thrones. We've never talked about my feelings on that show on this podcast, but I don't like it. I love the books. But uh, the game's really cool. It's Reign's, but it's Game of Thrones. It's fun and it's exciting in the way that Reign's is fun and exciting. Jolly good time. Next, which I'm pretty sure came out way before, shout out to Eli, uh, Game of Thrones, Reigns Game of Thrones, is Greece, which is, I mean, <clears throat> if you haven't played Greece yet, if you are not familiar with Greece, uh, G-R-I-S, it is Spanish for gray, uh, it's gorgeous, it's, I mean, it's beautiful, I remember we were at... A TwitchCon in San Diego, I think. And we were at a bar in our hotel, and Nigel was like, hey, check this out. And he, he whips out the pitch for Greece, and it was, it was me. I think Stephanie was there. I want to say the Dodge Rolls were there. At least David, Dave was there. Um... I mean, it was just stunning. It was so beautiful. I got all choked up and emotional. Um, <clears throat> it was, it's, it's, it's such a beautiful game. The Berliner, or the Berlinist? What are they called? The Berlinist? Uh, anyway, they, the, the soundtrack is incredible. The animation is absolutely gorgeous. Um, it's such a good game and lovely people. Um, oh, what is his name? He's like the... He's one of the lead animators or, or something like that. Oh, heck. Starts with an A, and he does this really wonderful comic called, like, Skulls and Coins or Coins and Skulls or something like that. Adrian. I think it's Adrian. I could be wrong. Uh, I wish Robbie had stayed around so he could he could help me remember, but uh, 
he does a really beautiful comic. Just really beautiful, tender art. I mean, it's Greece. Um, if you haven't played it, play it. It's on Switch. It's on... Uh, I think it's... Is it... It's on everything. It's it's on mobile, yeah? It's out. It's been out, right? <laughs> it's hard to remember what's what's like... Like with ports, it's hard to remember sometimes like what I've played that is actually in the world and what I've played that like I'm capturing footage for. And of course it's on PC. Um, yeah. If you haven't played Greece, play Greece. It's a two to three hour, probably more like three hour, three to four hour play time. It's an evening. It's super chill. It's gorgeous. It's so good. Um, speaking of artsy, gorgeous games, we also have Pikuniku on our list. Uh, Niku's just, I'm being joking about arts, but not really because it's, it's, it, it is art in its own way. It's lighthearted. It's a lot of fun. It's very silly. Um, but it's, it's so charming. And, uh, yeah. And the, the, the two player mode is also surprisingly good. Like it's kind of, it's cooperative, but then some of them are a race and it's just, it's just such a cool, fun game. And, you know. The whole promise of free money is terrific. Shout out also to uh, AW uh, to uh, AW and our uh, Discord, uh, who pretty regularly gives us our Piku updates. We appreciate those. Also, shout out to Jaded, who it turns out doesn't listen to the forecast. Wish Jaded a happy birthday last week, and uh, they uh, they have not responded. So. Clearly, they don't listen to the forecast, but I hope their birthday was was good anyway. <clears throat> I'm not a petty man. Next up is another game that I actually got pretty emotional about, uh, and you're going to be surprised when I say what it is, but it's Ape Out. Uh, Ape Out is... I mean, Ape Out's fucking excellent. Ape Out is so excellent it's so good it's it feels so good it plays so well here's here's a thing though that if you haven't played ape out or maybe if you have i'm going to give you a tip on ape out right now it's a twin stick you can use both sticks you use the left stick to run and the right stick to aim the ape uh a lot of folks try to do it with one only the left stick they don't realize that the right stick like allows them to to turn the ape gives them a little more control and that that makes a big difference in the in how well you can uh, play some people you know can do well with just the one stick but letting you know it's designed to be played with two sticks it's such a great game so simple beautiful art style um beautiful sound design and it's just so intense so much fun i got really excited about it and emotional about it um, because Ape Out was the first Devolver game. Um, I guess I get emotional when it's about, like, family, right? Like, with Greece, I got really emotional because Greece is about loss. And uh, my mom has struggled with the loss of her sister. And so Greece is about, like, you know, uh, losing a sister. It's never explicitly about that, but, like, I made that connection. And then with Ape Out, uh, it's not quite the same thing, but my, my little brother... Um, there's not a lot of Devolver games that he can play just cause they're, uh, they're, they're mature, they're a little more mature <clears throat> and intense and weird and violent and, and stuff like that. And so, uh, so Ape Out was just really exciting for me because I, I realized he was going to be able to play it and enjoy it. And I was going to be able to finally share a game, you know, that we were publishing with him and be like, Hey, check this out. 
Uh, so yeah, I mean, Ape Out is, ah, it's one of the best games. It's a shame, uh, you know, uh, Justin from ASCII saw from Katana Zero, Katana Zero did really well. And I remember him being like, you know, my game has sold more than Ape Out and that's not right <laughs> because Ape Out is so good because it is so good. It's so good. Next on our list is Weedcraft. Weedcraft is Weedcraft Inc. Sorry, Weedcraft is a uh, is a business sim where you own a weed business, and it might be a legal weed business, it might be an illegal weed business, um, but yeah, you run a, a weed business. It's like a you know, it's a business sim. It's 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 cool and it's a lot of fun, and I I enjoyed it. The thing about Weedcraft is is you can't play it while you're stoned because there's too much math. There's too much. There's too much going on to comfortably play stoned. Maybe that's just me. Maybe, maybe that's, you know, how I experience being stoned. Uh, but it's, it's hard to play Weedcraft, uh, while stoned. Um, but it's a fun game and it's super chill. The soundtrack is, is great. Uh, I really dig the soundtrack on Weedcraft. Next up is ASCII Soft's Katana Zero. Katana Zero, if you haven't played it, is fucking excellent. If you have played it, you know it's fucking excellent. Um, such great combat, uh, great narrative design. I mean, really, like, spectacular narrative design. Um, you start on this journey, and you genuinely have no idea where it's going to go. Uh, things just get weird uh, in in unexpected ways. It sets expectations, then breaks those expectations uh, in, in a really great way. Um, some of the concepts, the psychological horror concepts that are brought up in the game are phenomenal, like just really good, terrifying stuff. Um, it's, uh, it's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, and then there's the I think probably the most innovative thing about it is the dialogue, which you wouldn't think in like an action platformer, right? But uh, Katana Zero has this dialogue system where, you know, the other, the NPCs, you know, their text is coming up on the screen and you can click through it. But what happens is your character just interrupts them and, you know, just doesn't listen to what they have to fucking say. And it's really cool that like that's an option to like that that that's like it feels like it feels like what Telltale you know used to try to do except better, um, like just more fluid, just just really it's it's great. Um, I love it. I love that you can interrupt you know the conversation, and that is a valid way to do have the conversation. It moves the plot forward in a certain way. Pro they're probably not going to like you, but you can do it. I love that. I think that's terrific. Uh, Observation is next on our list. Observation is uh, is by No Code, the same folks that uh, that did uh, uh, Stories Untold. Uh, this one's more of a, a linear experience where Stories Untold is a series of short games. This is one full game. So it's like, you know, they went from the Twilight Zone to Twilight Zone the movie. Uh, really cool. You get to play as an AI on a space station and you're trying to help, uh, keep, keep the, the crew alive to the best of your ability. And that's the most I can really say about it without giving away too much 
it's uh it's really cool it's on playstation xbox and pc it's um it's a slow burn you know it's it's not like you know high paced action or anything like that it's it's like a it's you know like more like stories untold where it's kind of psychological puzzly stuff uh next on our list is the ever adorable gato robato by doinksoft uh gato robato is a um <clears throat> is a catroidvania so it's like metroidvania but you're a cat you play kiki a kitty cat um and your human's spaceship has crashed and he's trapped and you get into this power suit and you go around and have this this really delightful metroid style adventure uh it's not it's not metroidvania because it's it's catroid because there's no there's no castlevania element to it whatsoever um yeah a lot of fun uh really delightful really cute the monsters like the monsters the baddies are cute the frogs and stuff like that it's aesthetically very similar to downwell they get a lot of comparisons i guess any game you do in black and white um you know folks think that they're in the same universe downwell minute got a rubato um <clears throat> wonderful game by a wonderful team uh super sweet fellows over at Doinksoft. uh just just delightful human beings and they're so good at making games um i don't know joe's joe joseph's story but i know that two of them uh were making mobile games for the longest time and uh were absolutely miserable in their work but it's it's kind of a thing where i i don't know if they just always had these instincts and maybe they went they were out there making some bangers of mobile games um but they uh like they're just so good like all the all the details all the subtle things that make a game really good like they make you know they, they can make the difference between a game being meh and a game being actually fun to play uh so i mean next on the list is the devolver bootleg which we did uh, a couple of years ago as uh, as our E3 stunt, uh, you know, where we're like, haha, here's a game that's a PR thing, but then it's a real game. And Devolver Bootleg is a collection of ripoffs of Devolver games. Uh, and it's really good. They're all similar to the Devolver games that they're ripped off of. Um, they even rip off their own game. Uh, <laughs> it's It's just... They're so, they're just so fucking talented. Uh, it's great. The Absolver uh, fighting game is in there. Uh, it's it's just, it's Shooty Boots, Hotline Milwaukee. Like, it's all there. And it's it's good. It's good in its very silly way. Uh, and I love it. I mean, they're just, they're just geniuses. Um, next on the list, <clears throat> pardon me. Next on the list is everybody's favorite friend, Pedro. My friend Pedro is... You know, I'm going to be honest. My friend Pedro blew me away how incredibly successful it was. It has been. Um, I thought it was a cool game. But wow. Wow. People love that game. And it's terrific. It's really wonderful. I know we've talked about it on the show before. Um... But yeah, my friend Pedro is just, it's just fun. It's a platformer, 
uh, you know, with some Max Payne style slow motion. You do some cool stunt shots. You can do tricks. You can do all kinds of cool stuff. It's uh, it's a delight. And the, it's charming and silly and absurd and weird. And uh, available on PC and Switch. Oh, man. This next game is... <clears throat> One of the very best games of all time. Certainly the best VR game. And it's Gorn. Fucking Gorn is so good. It's so much fun. Gorn is a game in which you play in VR as a, uh, as a gladiator. And you are in an arena, and you start in tiny arenas, and you go in bigger and bigger arenas as you as you get more popular. And it is just a blast. It's made by Free Lives. Uh, Ruan was in is is the primary. You know, he's the lead on that project, and it's it's just a delight. It's so funny and so fun to play, and so satisfying chopping people up. It's great workout, and it's it's just one of the best games you could hope to play and and it did something that i think really should become more and more common in vr and I, and i think it will um the way the locomotion the way you you move around in the game is by moving your hands and you grab the ground and you move around and that really because your body's involved you don't get as much of that that like vertigo and the 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 motion sickness that that comes along with uh, vr <clears throat> There is a like a uh, an item you can equip that like makes it so that you like fly through the air when you like you do kind of a low gravity thing, and I can I've definitely been able to make myself sick doing that, but <laughs> but for the most part it's it's you don't get a lot of that because of because you're moving your arms when you're moving your character. It also just is more of a workout. It's you know when you're trying to get away, get across the arena. You know you can you move your arms and drag your character around, and it's it's just it's great. It's so much fun. Um, it's great chopping the other gladiators to pieces, picking up their heads, throwing their heads at the other gladiators fighting the bosses are insane it's such a cool weird game love it gorn ah as soon as i'm finished moving i need to set up a vr play space and play some gorn again because <clears throat> gorn next on our list is metal wolf chaos xd big shout out to all the fans of From Software who spent years excitedly asking for us to publish a remaster of Metal Wolf Chaos. Thank you so much for urging us over and over again to do that, that and then not buying the game when we put it out. Big props to you. Thanks. Next on our list is, uh, is, is the second game from Le Cartel, whose first game we talked about last week. The first game is Mother Russia Bleeds, where I talked about how one of the characters has a taunt where he shits into his own hand and throws feces at the enemies. It's a, it's a brawler. It's super fucking violent. It's, I mean, like, 
really fucking violent, you know, people smashing each other's teeth out all the time. And um, <clears throat> just, 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 just wow. Their second game is Heave Ho, which is a cooperative, silly, kooky physics game where you are a little head with two arms and hands, and you've got to swing your way across uh, an obstacle course, preferably with the help of your friends. You, it's for one to four players, and you, it's, it's, it's a delight. There are few games, there are few like team games that can erase time like Heave Ho does. You can play Heave Ho and think that you've only been playing for a little while, like you get through like one or two of the worlds and you're like, oh man, this is great, this is so much fun. Uh, and it's been an hour, it's been an hour and a half. It's it's really wild. It's it's such a good, fun, cooperative game. It's on PC and Switch. If you if you got it on Switch, take it out there in the world on Switch and just get strangers to play Heave Ho with you because that's the thing to do. Oh, I see. Now we're hitting the uh, the Apple Arcade section of our uh, of our of our list. First off is Cricket Through the Ages from the Masterminds over at Free Lives. Cricket Through the Ages is it's it's a history lesson. It's it's like it's it's edutainment, right? It it teaches you about cricket, the game of cricket, and uh, how it has evolved since prehistoric times, uh, and how it will continue to evolve in the future. It's uh, it's very silly, and it's a lot of fun, and it's very goofy. Uh, very simple controls, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 good. Um, then there is Bleak Sword, which is also on Apple Arcade. And Bleak Sword is, if you have Apple Arcade, you should really get Bleak Sword. It's a single-player action-adventure game. And very simple graphics, you know, very pixelated, uh, you know, a small character. And, but the gameplay is really, really good. It's tough, but fair. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's very challenging. But you're this little guy and you, you swipe on the screen and you can attack, you can roll. Uh, I think you can even block. I can't remember. It's been a while since I played it. I played through the whole thing. And then there's a, there's like a, you know, a survival mode at the end. Uh, where you see how long you can survive and, and, and so forth. Really good game, though. Like, surprisingly surprisingly good action game for for what you've got there. Next up is Painty Mob. Another, uh, another uh, uh, what is it called? I've, uh, Apple Arcade. I was like, Apple Pass? Apple? Um, Painty Mob, which used to be Gassy Mob. Um... But it had to be changed to paint for uh, for Apple, which really, really breaks my heart because um, I think farts are hilarious. Farts are very funny. Um, I love fart jokes. Uh, I think we all do. Um, but I guess uh, the folks at Apple felt that, you know, farts weren't weren't so uh weren't so cool so instead of going around and farting on everybody now you splatter them with paint which seems worse if you ask me if, if you were to if if, if 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 i had a choice between someone farting on me or someone throwing paint all over me i would accept the fart 
Uh, I don't want to get covered in paint. I don't want to get covered in fart either, but one's funny and the other is a chemical that will burn my skin and eyes. Um, but yeah, so so Gassy Mob was about this. You're this, you're this weird little dude and you eat food and you fart on people and the more people you fart on, the angrier, like everybody you fart on, they get angry and they're chasing you and they're trying to, they're trying to stop you from farting on everybody, uh, or throwing paint on everybody. And, uh, it's your objective to, to fart or throw paint on everyone. Uh, yeah, super delightful. Then exit the gungeon, which, which Dodgeroll didn't even intend to make. Um, exit the gungeon was started as a project by what is what is that fellow's single core is the other group uh so it started as single core making this game uh and showed it to dodge i'm not i'm not super sure on the specifics but showed it to dodge and they were like oh this is really cool yes you have our our blessing to make this and then as it was becoming more and more of a thing dodge started getting more and more involved because they were like, well, you know, we want to make sure that if this thing is associated with Gungeon, that it's good, uh, that it meets, you know, our standards. And they have very high standards. If you've played Enter the Gungeon, you know, they have incredible standards for their work. They do. God, they're so good. They're so good. Uh, so they came in with Exit the Gungeon. So as whereas Enter the Gungeon was kind of a top-down isometric view, Exit the Gungeon is a platformer where you're riding elevators up out of the gun the Gungeon. And you are fighting enemies on your way up. Very fun. Very challenging. That one is not exclusive to Apple Arcade anymore. It's out on... on Actually, it looks like just about everything. Uh, so yeah, that's... Uh, that's a lot of fun. Sludge Life is next. Sludge Life uh, is out on switch and pc <laughs> it says switch on the thing and i've even had a conversation yesterday with someone about it being out on switch but it was for so long that it wasn't on switch uh that it was just like uh so sludge life was an egs exclusive for a year it's out on steam now um and uh and yeah it's uh it's out on switch and porting it to switch was a to-do because Terry Vellman is a wild man with that code. And the poor folks at the porting company, I believe 22nd Century Toys uh, deserves the accolades for getting that out on Switch. But uh, it was apparently it was just a real, real challenge to, uh, to adapt that game to console uh, and Switch in particular. But they did it. And Sludge Life is a super chill game about being this... Uh, tagger and you go around this weird town this dirty gross town and you meet all the dirty gross people that live there and uh you spray graffiti on things you tag things that's the that's the objective of the game is to tag things with graffiti and there are three endings you can get Next up is Enter the Gungeon House of the Gun Dead, which is not out yet, but uh, it is really cool. It is an arcade uh, arcade shooter like House of the uh, <clears throat> House of the Dead, but it's uh, but it's Enter the Gungeon themed, 
and uh, I've played, you know, uh, beta versions of it. We've had it at uh, PAX, uh, PAX East one year, I think. Uh, yeah, no, it was definitely PAX East. I remember that because we had like that whole Gungeon booth uh, and we had uh, we had House of the Gun Dead set up in a cabinet in the middle there. Um, that was another thing that we released as like our E3 kind of joke thing. Um, that one sadly has yet to come to fruition. It is in the works, um, but has yet to actually come to fruition, which is a shame. But we're all excited for it. It'll be great. Next up is another joke from our E3. This is the 2020 Devolverland Expo. And uh, Devolverland Expo 2020 happened. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if anyone remembers, but early in 2020, there was a virus uh, that, that uh, took the world by storm. And uh, so all of our events were canceled, including E3, uh, which meant that we couldn't, you know, show games. And Nigel uh, grabbed Flying Wild Hog, the creators of, uh, the makers of Shadow Warrior, and um, <clears throat> they they put together uh, a vert, you know, a video game of uh, of a of a game show. And it was the Devolverland Expo, and it was really cool. It's, uh, you know, you, you have the gameplay of sneaking through this place and avoiding the security bots to get to the different Devolver booths so that you could watch the trailers for Devolver games. Uh, and there's a boss at the end that you have to fight, and it's, it's, it's great. It was, it was, it's amazing that it came together as quickly as it did. Uh, and it's just such a cool way to, to let folks experience, you know, I mean, they could have just watched the trailers online, sure. Um, but it lets folks experience the game, you know, the, the, the convention as if, as if they were there. And that's great. I'm in it as well. I'm the, I'm the voice of the, the announcement on the speaker, like, thank you for attending. Get the fuck out. It's a lot of fun. Next up is just one of the best games of all time, Carrion. Ugh. Ugh. Carrion is so good. Carrion, I'm so glad we picked it up. I remember seeing a gif of the monster in Carrion moving through a hallway. I don't even remember if it was killing people in this gif, but I just remember seeing the way that it moved. Uh, and I'm sure I saw it kill somebody, and it was just so beautiful. And when we picked this game up, I was thrilled. And when I first played it, I was thrilled, because it felt as good as it looked. And that's one of the things that I love. I mean, like, like Ape Out is another one. It's like, it feels so good. Uh, and Carrion just, it feels so good good to like move around and to like to hunt and to be the monster and it's <clears throat> it's a role-playing game uh, uh as i've said before uh it's uh you know you can play it how you want to play it if you want to be a wild crazy monster and just go tear everybody's shit up you can or you can be a slow creeping horror and like you know get them one at a time and there's, it's just how you want to play it. And it's so much fun. If somehow you haven't played Carrion, play Carrion. It's, it's on Xbox. 
PC and Switch right now. Uh, oh my gosh, if you haven't played it yet, you're in for such a great time. It's, uh, I don't know, uh, it's, it, in like the, the later part of the game, it's kind of easy to get lost, so play times vary, but um, I don't know, three, four hours? So good. Such a good game. Uh, next up is Blightbound, which is in early access right now. It's not out yet. Uh, it's by Ronimo, the makers of Awesome Knots. It is a three-player co-op RPG brawler. Not, not like ARPG, I guess, like where you get loot and, uh, <clears throat> and unlock different characters with different abilities and stuff like that. Uh, man, you know, just a side rant. Action RPG, and it was Diablo that started it, is just not RPG, and I hate it. <laughs> RPG, like ARPG, like they call it an action role-playing game because there's loot. At like randomized loot or lots of loot and like it's medieval or something and that's what makes it an ARPG. It's like Diablo is not an RPG, but it's an ARPG, right? It's an action game. Anyway, rant over. Game of Thrones A Tale of Crows is an idle game by Jake Hollins. Uh, I think that is, let me see, let me absolutely make sure, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, that's only on Apple Arcade. So that's another Apple Arcade game. It's, uh, it's, it's slow, you know, it's a clicker, but, uh, played through that, uh, in an early build. So sadly there was a point where I couldn't get past but it's good. It's nice. It's chill. You know, you, it's a clicker. It's a chill clicker. <laughs> chill. Because it's on the wall and it's icy and cold. Huh? Um, but it's nice. Like, you, you have, you know, rangers and you send them on expeditions and you work on the wall. And you kind of have little... It's more RPG where, you, like, you have, like, these story things pop up and you make a choice on what happens. Which I... Which I which is actually out on lots of things, Windows, mobile, and uh, and Switch, is a really cute platformer, and I feel like it's it's a bit of a bummer that it's gotten lost in the shuffle. Um, even for me, I've, I've only played, like, the first few, like, worlds, you know, level sets, and uh, it was super cute and, and fun and uh, very simple, you are uh, a floating eyeball, and you're on a quest to get your stuff back from, what is it, you're, you're just chilling, and some knight busts in and steals all your magical goodies, so you gotta go recover your stuff. Ragnorium, another early access game, still in early access. It's uh, a futuristic world builder sim, not world builder, city builder, well, civilization survival sim you 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 basically you send this spaceship out and then these little dudes are on the you know you send these dudes out and they come out and they're just naked idiots and they have to learn how to build things and learn how to feed themselves and it's uh it's really cool and it's got a, a really nice visual style that uh i think is worth uh Worth checking out if you haven't yet. If you're into those kind of those, those top-down strategic games, Ragnorium is a, is a great place to go. These are definitely out of order. 
because uh, now Serious Sam 4 is on the list. Serious Sam 4 is the fourth Serious Sam game. It uh, it has the, what is the Legion technology where they could put like bajillions of enemies on the screen and you see that almost right away at the very beginning. They let you fight hordes and hordes of enemies. Speaking of hordes and hordes of enemies, it's Disc Room, which is, uh, which is great. Uh, Disc Room is by uh, J.W., Kitty, Dose One, and Terry Vellman. Uh, it's on PC and Switch. It's super cute, and it's uh, it's a top-down game where you're this scientist, and there are these... You, a, a giant disc has appeared around Jupiter, and you are the scientist sent to check it out. And you go inside, and you get murdered by these spinning death blades. And, uh... That's the game. <laughs> no, uh, you know, you go in, it, it's really cool because it embraces death as a mechanic. So, like, one of the things you do, there's lots of different spinning death blades. And uh, the way that you, like, like getting killed by each of them. Like, like, there are certain rooms that you can only unlock when you've been killed by five different death blades. Um, other rooms unlock if you survive for 20 seconds in this specific room. Others, if you've survived for at least 20 seconds in every room you've ever been in. Uh, so there's a lot of really cool, clever unlocks. It's, it's a really lovely game, and there's a lot of thought put into it. Um, I personally have not beaten it yet. Uh, I've beaten uh, three of the four biomes, but I have not have not beaten the fourth. It's good. It's really tough. It's a real challenge, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, next up, which I think I must have mentioned last time, uh, is the earliest access title, Sub Rosa, available for PC. I know I talked about it, because I, I said something about GTA, and then I was like, well, that's, that's not quite right. But yeah, Sub Rosa's great. You, it's an online game. You hop in. You're a, you know, a business person. A uh, mob-style person, and basically you you go and you and a crew form a company, and then you get these missions like you know uh, acquire the yellow disc, and you know that the red company has the yellow disc, so you call them on your cell phone in the game, and that connects you to the voice chat because it's all proximity voice. Uh, but then when you call them and they answer, then you know then you can hear them, and you know you set up a deal, and it's totally like up to you if the deal goes well. You know, you could both show up to the location, they could give you the money, you could give them the disc, everybody goes on their way, and they're happy, and that's business. And both of you, like, get something out of it, right? Um, or you could, you know, get the money but not want to give them the disc, or they could, you know, try to double-cross you, or a third party could come in and try to fuck you both up and take everything. It's, it's, there's a lot of freedom to it, and it's, it's really cool, and it's been out for years and years and years um, it's just been chugging along and it's a really, it's really cool. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a good one to play with friends. Like if you've got a group of friends, form a crew together. There's also, if you don't want to do the thing where you're like a crew against other crews, there is eliminator mode and eliminator mode's a lot of fun. Basically it's terminator. So you've got, um, four different character types. You have normal civilians just normal players. You have the Eliminator, who's like the Terminator. 
Um, and it is their job to kill the savior. Uh, and then there's the protector. So the, the, the eliminator and the protector, you know, have come backwards in time or whatever. They don't really go into that. It's not important. Um, the, all the civilians think that they're civilians. The savior thinks that they're a civilian. The eliminator knows that they're an eliminator and they, they get a ping on their map and their HUD sometimes that lets them know where the savior is because it's their job to kill the savior and then they win. Uh, and then the protector, I think the protector knows who the savior is, but doesn't know who the eliminator is. And so it's just really cool. It's a lot of fun. It's got, it's like, kind of like the Among Us, like, you know, situation where like, you're like, uh, how do you, hmm, hmm? Like, are you, are you the eliminator? Are you really here to help me? Or are you trying to kill me? Uh, and right now it's set up where the eliminator can only be killed by grenades, which is pretty intense because grenades are really hard to use in that game. Um... But, uh, but it's really, it's really cool. Uh, and I didn't know this, but if you're playing with, if you're playing with up to five people, there's one eliminator, one savior, one protector. Oh, pardon me. My phone went off. One eliminator, one protector, one savior. Once you get to six people, there are two eliminators, two protectors, and two saviors. And, uh, <laughs> it's pretty fun. I played with some friends and there were six of us playing. And so me and this other guy like w walked up to each other and I can't remember. We both like said some badass line or whatever, like, cause we thought we were like, cause I, I was the eliminator. So I said some badass line and he said some badass line and we started shooting each other <laughs> and we, we, we just kept shooting each other <laughs> We emptied our clips and if you're the eliminator you'll die and you'll keep like you'll fall over and you'll keep bleeding but you won't die and then you can get back up again and you know keep coming like the terminator and we just kept shooting each other and we'd like crawl into the other room and grab bullets and keep shooting each other and didn't realize that there could be two eliminators in the game or two saviors or you know it was that we didn't know that that mechanic was in there uh, and it was a laugh. And then like these other two players rolled up and one of them, uh, was the savior, but, but the, the other eliminator and I had no bullets left because we shot each other and there's blood everywhere. <laughs> and these two other players come in and they're like, Oh, Whoa, that's, that's intense. Like, I can't put like, what happened? Like, Oh, we got into, a, we got into a firefight, but we're okay. And they're like, Oh, you're bleeding. Let me bandage you before you bleed out. And we're like, Oh, cool. Thanks. We should go get some more bullets. It was, it was embarrassing. I think we won though. I think we ended up winning. We ended up bluffing our way out of it. Cause they were like, Oh, Whoa. Like they didn't know that there could be two eliminators either. So we played it close to the chest. Uh, last on this list no, it's not last on the list. Oh, you know what? I didn't scroll to the top of this page. I was like, why did that page only have two? All right, all right, all right, cool. Sorry, I'm bad at at this. When I hit the next button, the, the, the games refresh, but the screen doesn't go to the top. All right, Reigns Beyond is like Reigns, but in space. You get it, it's Reigns, it's great. Card Shark is not out yet, but it's so fucking cool. So innovative, so excited for Card Shark to happen. 
uh, Olivia recently came out. Platformer, like kind of the, the physics, the body motion is very similar to um, Another World. Uh, really cool. Really great. Um, yeah, really, really beautiful game. Uh, it's on PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and Switch. You should check it out. If you got the time for that kind of game, it's, uh, the combat's a lot of fun. The harpoon's really neat. You get to zip around. Uh, the Minute Fun Racer, uh, is a minute game. You should buy it right now. It's, uh, it's on Steam. All proceeds go to charity. It's Fun Racer, Fundraiser. Get it? Get it? Um, you know, it's JW Kitty and that crew. Uh, so you know it's going to be good. I won't say and that crew... Hold on. Jukio, I think, is... Jukio and Dom. Uh, and it's... Uh, yeah, grab that one. Loop Hero. We've talked about Loop Hero before. We've talked about Loop Hero a lot before. And you, dear listener, have probably played Loop Hero a lot by now. If you haven't, it's a really cool game. Um, you know, Loop Hero came in, and it was one that, like... We just all started playing it, and we all played a lot of it right away, and it was really, really good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. So the, the conceit is that the, the universe has been destroyed. You, the protagonist, wake up, and you're walking along a path, and you, the player, um, get these cards, and when you play the cards, you create uh, the things along the path. Uh, you can put mountains, and you can put forest, and they give, like, stat boosts to your character. Uh, or you can place, like, you know, spider nests so that you, you know, your your hero has to fight spiders or vampires or whatever. And that levels them up and gets them better loot um, until the point they can, like, beat the boss. Super cool, very unique game. Um, you know, it's, it's probably going to become a, a type, you know, a loop type. Uh, you know, how there's souls likes and all that stuff. Um, I mean, maybe we'll see, uh, but it's really, really good. A lot of fun, great writing, beautiful art, beautiful sound, just an all around a great game. Weird West is next on the list, but I can't tell you much about Weird West because it ain't out yet. So I will keep that quiet. Essays on Empathy by Deconstruct Team, uh, series of eight small games. Um, I mean... You should play it, right? <laughs> I should play it. I'm mad at myself for not playing it, but I don't... I got a lot going on right now. I don't know if I'm ready for that kind of, like, emotional energy. But it's just about compassion and empathy and humanity. And it's... God, they're so good. Deconstructing is so good. Um, the visual art, the writing, the music are just absolutely stunning they're wonderful artists so i mean i would say everyone should get essays on empathy um and give it a play uh you know play one game at a time maybe that way you don't overload yourself next up phantom abyss hey recently released into early access it's been a lot of fun phantom abyss for those of you who don't know is an adventure game wherein you are a first-person adventurer and you are trying to get to the end of a temple filled with booby traps to claim the relic uh, at the end, and that's that's good for you. That's what you want. Um, 
the uh, the cool thing is, once you get that relic, that temple is closed forever, and nobody else can ever get that relic uh, from that temple. So it's really cool in that way. Uh, what's also cool is if you die on your way to get that relic, any player who plays that temple afterward will see your gameplay ghost, and they'll see your character go through and try to get through the temple. And it's, uh, it's really cool, but they know that you died. Every ghost you see is somebody who died trying to get through the temple. Uh, and that's just great. It's really cool, and it's a lot of fun. And, uh, if you haven't picked it up yet, it's worth a shot. It's, uh, it's really cool. Um, next up is Death's Door, which is made by Acid Nerve, the folks, the, the, the fellas that made Titan Souls. It's going to be bigger and better in every way, uh, but I can't talk about it too much now. Neither can I speak too much about Boomerang X by Dang, who I got to meet this weekend. Uh, I haven't, you know, one of the best things about working with Devolver is doing shows. I mean, the best thing probably is doing shows and meeting people and meeting these artists and developers who make these games. And uh, it's been hard not getting to do that, you know, not getting to like, cause you, you get, you, you meet them, you know them, you get a feel for the game, you get a, you know, and then they get to see other people playing the game and like, that's great for them. And you just, I don't know. I love it. It's the best. Uh, so dang, some of them came through here recently, so I got to meet them. Boomerang X is a first-person, uh, tosser, thrower, what do you do? You don't shoot, you throw a boomerang. What's cool is that then while the boomerang's in the air, you can, like, zip to it. So cool. Wonderful traversal mechanic, lots of fun. Beautiful game. There's also other, like, combat techniques you can learn and stuff like that. It's just great. It's a delight. Next up is Devolver Tumble Time, which, yes, is a real game. It is a real game that we are going to release, and you can get it. Um, so it's not just a joke. I mean, it's 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 so weird. People don't believe that we're going to do this. We do it every time. We say, here's a joke game, and then there it is. We did it with the, the bootleg. We're doing it with the Gungeon. We did it with the Devolver Land Expo. Like, why make the joke when you can make the joke... And make the game. Next up on the list is <laughs> Inscription. You're going to love it. We all do. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, Inscription. Next is Shadow Warrior 3. If you're a Shadow Warrior fan, of course, you're going to be a fan of Shadow Warrior 3. Uh... A lot of exciting things coming with that. I mean, he's got the Hoji mask on in the picture, and you got the thing where you can rip the weapons off of the enemies. Following that up is Trek to Yomi, which is very... Uh, I don't know how much I can talk about it, but if you saw the, the trailer, um, it's really beautiful. Uh, looks, looks a lot like a, a Kurosawa film uh, in its way. And... Um, yeah, really, really good. Next up is Wizard with a Gun, uh, which is going to be great, by Galvanic Studios. Are they studios or Galvanic Games? Anyway, Galvanic. Um, 
It's going to be a lot of fun. Kind of a, a don't starve style thing, but you're a wizard and you can gather spell elements and you can use them to craft your own spells. Uh, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that. But it's great. It's going to be great. It's a lot. It's gorgeous. It's cute. It's very thoughtful. It's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Next is Terra Nil, which uh, we've talked about on the show before. It's from Free Lives. It is a game where you are, there's a wasteland and you are coming in and you are revitalizing the land with water and greenery. And uh, yeah, very popular right now. Really excited about that. Excuse me. And finally, the last on our list, Demon Throttle. That demon kissed my wife or something. Um, yeah, Demon Throttle is a physical only release. It's going to be released on Nintendo Switch uh, through Special Reserve Games. If you want a copy of Demon Throttle, go ahead and order a copy of Demon Throttle from Special Reserve Games. Uh, it's not a limited run production. Well, I mean... Eventually, we're going to stop making it, but basically, we're going to make as many as get ordered, so you ought to order that. That is also by uh, Doinksoft, so that's three Doinksoft games. I think they are only behind um, Free Lives, as far as uh, pub or developers we've worked with multiple times and with free lives you've got kind of a large team so like each game is only a few people from that team so huh interesting yeah a lot of doink soft and that is the full list of devolver digital video games according to the mobile version of the devolver digital website i hope that you've enjoyed this list and that it has helped you get through 54 minutes of your life I know that it has helped me get through 54 minutes of my life. Next week, uh, I'll see if I can get Robbie back on to, uh, to, uh, to, to, to do podcasts again. Hopefully, this has not just totally ruined his love of podcasts. I don't think so. He has a, he has a deep and a, and a passionate love for podcasting. Um, but thanks so much. I'm JM from Devolver. Uh, thank you so much for your time and attention we recognize that that is the currency of the age so thank you for yours um yeah you can follow us on twitter devolver digital you can <laughs> we even have a facebook page <laughs> uh that we don't do anything with uh <laughs> we got uh twitch we got discord discord's where it at where it's at discord's where it's at with devolver these days if you want to chat with us um there's a forecast channel so you can chat with robbie and i tell us what you think of these episodes uh there is um there's uh, questions so if you have if you have questions about stuff in a game you can ask the community and see if they can help you uh if you have questions about devolver as a publisher and how this whole thing works uh we have a question channel for that and if you're looking for a server related like uh, you know one of the games or publisher or developer servers um we have links to those on the discord as well uh, we also have Devolver Digital on Instagram and uh, Pornhub. So just check us out wherever you get your media. And uh, thanks uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. And goodbye. <laughs>